0: Welcome to Zenergy, the interactive podcast providing resources for building a better life. I am Zena Shea. I am your conduit, your coach, and your catalyst to that better life. A coach draws out hidden potential in a subject. A conduit provides a connection, and a catalyst sparks change. So, you know, this show is all about trying to get that better life, that fulfillment, that peace, and I can't think of a bigger obstacle to peace than money worries, money struggles money insecurity and i know that a lot of people out there uh with covid with everything that's happened in the last year especially with the storm you know a lot of people are dealing with different things that have happened to them financially you know but i have someone here who is um a money confidence coach which is a term that i had never heard before but i really like that term so her name is amy circa did i pronounce that correctly Yes, he did. Okay. And so I want to ask her and, and you know, you guys out there in Facebook live, if you're tuning in, you can chat comments and questions, you know, so that we can answer them live on this Facebook live. Um, or you can, again, she's going to tell you how to contact her after the live, so you can get with her one-on-one if you don't want to say, cause some of us are, you know, shy about, money and if some of us were raised not to really talk about it so um i posted earlier today a lauren hill video where she was talking about her the miseducation of lauren hill which was one of her albums and she was talking about how a lot of people didn't understand what that meant and they were thinking that she was saying that she was upset that she was miseducated but what she was saying is that sometimes we learn things growing up that are not beneficial and we have to re-educate ourselves and i believe in lifelong learning and that's why i'm really excited to have this money confidence coach on here so i can learn along with my zenergy listeners and we can all learn and grow together so so amy where where are you located i'm in texas as well i'm in the dallas fort worth area uh grand prairie to be specific so right in between (laughs) okay awesome awesome and how did you get started with this money confidence coaching in fact where did that title come from it was actually something that my coach
1: and i came up with together because um before i had called myself a wealth management um an empowerment coach because that's truly like my passion is helping you to actually generate wealth and there's a lot of misconceptions behind that going back to the education and things that were just we're taught different things. But what I found is a lot of people were thinking financial planner. And I'm like, okay, that's that's not what I do though. That's that's not resonating. So we went to work and it was like, I'm teaching people how to create this for themselves so they can take care for the take care of themselves. And it was just a mastermind session with my coach. It was like, How about money confidence coach? And I totally love it. Like it's stuck ever since then. Um, so we came up with it, which is probably why you hadn't
0: heard of it before, but
1: That was the fun there behind that.
0: I do like it. I like it better than um, the the wealth coach or the financial planner because when I think of financial planner, I think, okay, I need to get all my documents together and they're going to grill me about, oh, you spent $5 on a latte, shame on you, you know, or whatever. And so I think that there's a little bit of um, maybe trepidation in meeting with a financial planner that some people have. That may be a total misconception. But um, I would have no problem meeting with a money confidence coach because I do want to be confident with my use of money, um, my budgeting, um, my savings. How am I actually making the most of my money, investments? I want confidence in all those areas. So that I think is a very, as you said, empowering. Mm -hmm. It's a very empowering um, title, because it it makes people think about what they're going to gain from working with you. Whereas financial planner kind of sounds like, Oh my gosh, I got to put in so much work. Um, I don't like planning. I don't like meetings. I don't like, you know, I think it brings up a different kind of image stuffy. Ah, stuffy. That's that's, that's the feeling
1: that I get from it. I'm like, no, I'm not a financial planner. (laughs) Okay
0: that's that's pretty cool <laughs> so, like how how long have you been doing this and how did you kind of get started so you yeah. said need to help people with this so you know okay.
1: yeah definitely so um i've been in personal finance now for let's see my oldest just turned nine so nine years um it was a change that i made i became a very young single mom i was a mom a couple days before my 19th birthday and i had worked my way up in restaurant management done really well there but that just wasn't going to work with having to be able to work while my son was in daycare so set out to find something different kind of happened into insurance at the time and even really the first company i was with was not a great fit but it was enough that like i got my feet wet and it was intriguing so i set out to find a new job like in that industry um what ended up being with state farm doing all sorts of insurance and financial um and type transactions. So there was like a lot of banking there, refinancing loans and checking accounts, savings accounts, and of course, all the insurance behind that, helping you protect the assets that you already have. And during that time frame, I had um, a family friend, who's actually now my stepdad, just shared with me some personal development books to help me improve my sales skills at work. And that really like sparked the journey. And I was really like through those books and those trainings, I realized like, okay, I can create something better because even though I had a great job and I was able to like great boss and everything. And I was able to go be with my son for like the holiday parties and stuff. And if he was ever sick, it wasn't a problem to get off. Like I just, I wanted more. I wanted to be there for like everyday stuff. And I knew that I had to figure out my finances in a way to make the income happen so that I could be there. And then it was just kind of like a, that was my decision. Like I'm going to figure this out no matter what it takes. Um, and along the path there, working on myself and personal development and financial literacy, improving my own finances through a program that I went through, um, we made some good progress over the next couple of years. I met my husband, we got married. Um, we made the decision that I could go ahead and leave my job and be home full time. I was about three months pregnant with my second. Then, um, so that was a Friday, I left. The following Monday, my husband was employed, uh, self-employed, and the contractor that we were working with decided to breach the contract um, that was not like permitted in the contract. But he didn't really care, so we breached the contract. We went from doing great to no income at three months pregnant, and it ended up all working out. It, he was able to go back and because he's a truck driver, so he went back as a company driver and was able to work with them there, but it was still a 50% income cut. So I'm using all the principles that I've learned and applied. And then when my son was born, everything went great, delivery, pregnancy, everything was smooth. But a couple hours after he was born, um, we discovered he had a birth defect. So he was um, taken over to the local children's hospital and had surgery for his first surgery at less than 48 hours old because his esophagus was not connected to his stomach. Oh. That resulted in a total of a seven and a half week NICU stay. And because of the stuff that we had already worked on and applied, even though we had gotten nowhere near where I wanted to be, I was able to be there with him every single day. Like I left to be able to go take care of myself because self care is important and go spend time with my oldest. But even though we hadn't gotten to where we wanted to be, the that we had made, like made all the difference that whole big well before the leave, we were living that. Um, when he left the NICU, he still had what's called a G button, which is a port in his stomach, um, that all his nutrition was given through there. So there's doctors appointments, therapy for years. Um, I think it's been almost a year and a half now. He's now a G button graduate. So he's completely healed. Everything's great. He's able to eat and all of that now. But Going through those times, like when it was, we were in that survival mode and realizing the information that we had already applied, what a difference that made for us. That was really what sparked the passion that I transitioned, I was with the network marketing company at the time. And shortly thereafter transitioned to becoming my own, like running my own company, being a coach, because I wanted to be able to work with people. And a lot of the families and women that I work with, we're the ambitious people. We've started businesses and we were able to objectively work together when there wasn't that fear that a lot of people have with, like, if I was with, so with another network marketing company. So that was really what sparked the transition for me to start my own company. And it's really been like our personal journey along the way. And I love busting misconceptions because there's so much that we're taught in the media and other things that even like other professionals um, in the industry teach. And it's just like, that does not resonate with me because I believe that we can improve our finances and still truly live life. Like We don't have to do this out of a space of limitation. It's about how we design things and how we look at things. And I know that's too important of a message not to share. And I think it became even more evident with COVID and then most recently, the storm we had here in Texas, because of like the prep work and stuff that we teach, having food because the food was gone and having firewood. And of course, again, we weren't as prepared as we wanted to be. We were very blessed with the situation, but making those steps would be life saving for so many people.
0: Yeah, I I agree with you. Um, Sometimes you have a, situation that happens that's out of your control but it puts you in a better position and it positions you for kind of launching off into your future i've experienced that myself um and it's kind of amazing that you know you had already made some decisions that put you in a situation where you could be with your son and be there for his recovery and everything so that's awesome and i do think you know what i like about your journey is that it's kind of like from the bottom kind of like from the beginning you were applying it not as someone who was um how can i put it a six-figure earner or something like that you were applying it in your 20s on 50 percent of the income that you had had previously so if it could work for you kind of like okay this could work for anybody I'm not telling you something that's just theory. I'm telling you what I know. I tell. I'm telling. I can tell you how this worked for me. So, you know, I like those kind of things that are very practical and and adaptable for anybody's situation. So, you mentioned that there are some like misconceptions out there that you think that a lot of people are being told. What do you think are some of like the biggest misconceptions about like finances that people are being told? Well,
1: the first one is going to be a budget in and of itself, because 44% of Americans don't have a budget. Um, I'm sorry, 65% of Americans don't have a budget and 44% of that is because they're afraid of what they're going to find out if they have a budget. And the problem with that is it's built off of the idea that a budget is meant to limit us. A budget isn't meant to limit us. A budget is your tool for you to be able to tell your money what to do. Because frankly, if you're not doing it, somebody else will be. So um if like I always say, if we aren't setting that intention with our money, then somebody else will, because you know what? Media advertising is great, but it works. So um Somebody else is going to be spending your money if you're not intentional with it. So I always say, like, if you want to go buy the Starbucks, go buy the Starbucks. Make sure that you have a budget because we're again just telling your money what to do. And I definitely recommend that we all have what I call a play account, which is money that is designated to be spent. Because if we again go to that space of the limitation and living on that quote beans and rice and ramen, then it's again it's a space out of black. And we're not going to stick with it long-term because it's not something that we like and we won't stick with long-term things that we don't like. We need to make this work for us. So again, spend your money. It's your money. You worked hard for it. We just need to know where it's going because if we don't have that budget, we become part of that statistic and those percentages where we're spending an extra $7,500 a year that we didn't know above and above above and beyond what we had and that is how we get stuck in that cycle we're not getting ahead and if we simply knew what was going on and set that intention with our money even if it was spend it we would be in a much better place
0: yeah I agree with you on that um, I I want to extend what you said because I was thinking about dieting when you were talking about you know, restrictions and not being able to do what you want and thinking about the sacrifice. A lot of people don't like dieting. And I heard a comedian say, well, it has the word die in it. Who would like that? You know, and so kind of that idea with budgeting is that we're, that many people are thinking about, I'm restricting myself, I'm cutting all these things off. But what, what I began to think of when I was trying to get really consistent with budgeting is this is going to give me the opportunity to do the things I want because the money is going to be there for it. And I'm not going to have any guilt when I go buy this thing that I wanted, or when I go do this thing that I wanted, because I've already set the money aside. I already planned for it. So I can do it without any stress, Mm -hmm. without any fear because it's set aside. Um, And then it also, for me, it gives me an incentive because if there's something that comes up, like you were talking about advertising working, ooh, I saw that, I want that, then it gives me an incentive to go make some money. And that's a lot of things that some people don't think about. You you and I are both entrepreneurial-minded, but there's a lot of people that have side hustles and they may not have a full-fledged business, but they know how to go and make a couple hundred extra dollars and then use that for either something necessary or something desired. And so that's been another thing for me budgeting. Okay. I don't have it in my budget, but let me see if I can do a live and get, you know, some money coming in or let me see if I can run a special on my website or whatever. And that also gives you that ability to plan ahead and, and think of how can I generate more money because I see my budget is showing me I'm going to need this later, or I'm going to need this in a month or two or whatever. So I like that you were talking about the budget. What what would be another one that you can think of?
1: Oh, paying off debt. That's a big one for me. There are so many experts out there and people out there that are teaching, like, we gotta pay off debt, we gotta pay off debt, we gotta pay off debt. And yeah, technically you do need to pay off debt. But the problem with that, again, it goes back to our mindset because so much does debt in and of itself is a negative word. Like you can even just feel it when you say the word debt. Um we need to be focusing instead on our net worth because our net worth is a true financial picture of where we're at. So um, the method that I teach budgeting is percentage based budgeting. So when you implement that, you are working to, um, improve, invest and save your giving and paying off debt all at the same time. We're improving our overall financial picture. So when you focus on that, yes, you're going to pay off debt, some there with that and that's going to happen like as a byproduct but when you focus on the positive your net worth you're going to also continue to do that and the other thing that we see with those that focus on paying off debt and they succeed they've done that they've paid off their consumer debt because debt is the focus and debt is what they've meditated on it within five years they're back into debt because They have to have something to pay off the debt again. And it's like this vicious cycle that we get into instead of focusing
0: again on our true overall picture and that positive aspect of our net worth. Oh, I love that. I love that. Um, Focusing on network rather than paying off debt. And when you were saying that, it made me think of a couple of books that I've read, because it's amazing how we go through high school. At least I can say I went through high school and I didn't get any information about finance. We had our little econ class and I think we spent a week on maybe how to balance a checkbook, which I didn't even understand when I left the class because we went through it so fast. Um, And that was about the exposure to it that I had. So when I got out on my own, I didn't know anything. Everything was trial and error financially for me and a lot more error than trial and success. Um, and so I learned a lot through just banging my head up against the wall. And then I finally started to get some things right. And I went to I went to Dave Ramsey's class, Financial Peace <laughs> University. I probably implemented about 10% of what I read because it was so much. Um, and then um, I used to watch Susie Orman for a while, but I got discouraged watching her because everybody that called in was like, oh, we've got $50,000 in our savings account. And I'm like, <laughs> I got fifty dollars in my safe, <laughs> you know, at the time. So, um, so when you're talking about focusing on debt, yeah, a lot of, a lot of what I was hearing it was kind of depressing. And then I began to, as I began to go on my journey, to try to be in business and everything. I've started to read other books. Like, you know, the greatest salesperson in the world was really inspirational. Uh, the richest man in Babylon is one of my favorite books. Very good book. Yeah, about finances. And, and I, I just think if anybody's not read that book, read it The Richest Man in Babylon. It's very inspirational, got some really great money tips in there. I'm still trying to get to that point where I can do that percentage the way they have it, you know. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, focusing on making your money work for you rather than debt uh, was the biggest thing that I got out of that book. Um, and, and it did shift my mindset away from worrying about debt so much to more of the net worth and more of the um, what is my bottom line? You know, mm-hmm. how much debt am I in? But what is really my bottom line? What's my debt versus assets? So like when someone comes to you, kind of what are some of the things that you do? How do you get them started or what would they expect?
1: Yeah. So the first thing that I normally recommend people start with is what I call my budget makeover guide. And basically what that helps you do is find the money that you've already got. Um, And I'll be honest, a lot of people, when we actually make the transition to start working with me, we have to go back through it again because we can have the tendency to think like, oh, I know that I've already done that. Instead of approaching things with an open mind and going through the steps when we walk through it together and actually go through the steps you actually find quite a bit more but it boils down to taking care of what you've already got so there's um three aspects of your finances that i teach so this starting with the defense which is making the most of the money you've already got because we can increase your income all you want but if we're not taking care of this again you can spend your money if you want it's just being aware of it um like i said we encourage you to spend your money because it's it's designed for that purpose right but um taking care of what you already have because most people have more money than they actually are aware of and the average person finds 250 dollars when they actually go through that process so that is really huge for people um the next thing would be like offense setting um offense is your income so increasing your income i highly Um, Encourage everybody, especially here in the United States, to have a home based business for tax advantages alone. It's a no brainer. Um, But we should have multiple income streams to truly fortify our business. Investments get started in there. And then the last thing is going to be the battlefield. Mm -hmm. So that goes back to your mindset and kind of the rules of the game, maybe economics, the class that nobody understood, right? I'm talking about it in a real manner. And that's always how I strive to because you know what like like we said I'm just like y'all I still have my food stamps and wit card I hold on to it just like as a reminder um, as well as our social security disability card that we have with our son um, because he had benefits there as well like that this is where I started and this is what I'm passionate about is helping the those of us that are here like we're average isn't the right word but we're here in the middle like I didn't start with the six figure earnings and we need to talk real applicable stuff because if we can't keep progress like
0: what's the point in that yeah i like that i like the defense offense battlefield i I like that and to me you know i like knowing okay this is what we're gonna do and um i can kind of see where i'm headed so I, i like that so what do you think is like the biggest fear, like when people are trying to think about, do I want to go to get somebody to help me with their, with my money, um, and and how could you maybe calm some of those fears if you have any ideas?
1: Yeah, so I think it comes from two places. Probably really, it comes back to the same fear. So um, fear of judgment with like the mistakes that you've made in the past, and you know what we. We've all made mistakes and that honestly they're in the past. There's nothing that can be done to change that. We're just working together to move forward in your future, because I want you to be able to have that time and that freedom and that, that confidence that you can truly take care of your family, because I know that's, what's important. So that's what we're working to do. And you know, we've all, I've all made mistakes and i'm going to tell you mine as we go because i again that's how i work i'm very transparent in that but we've done those things um and the other part would be that we're well i'm doing pretty good like i'm not i'm not struggling financially like i don't need to necessarily work to improve my finances and again it it's a journey we, we never arrived like nobody arrived the billionaires are still working with coaches to improve what they have and we don't know what we don't know so if they're still working with people to improve i can guarantee we still have room to improve as well and statistically just because we have higher incomes it doesn't mean that we are quote doing well financially because we can still be spending all of our income which again can be fine but we should also be saving, and investing, and especially those of us who have um, started at a lower spot and that stuck feeling and really just like desperate to make ends meet. And we do make income, make more income. We are definitely more likely to be victim to what I call the lifestyle creep. Mm. which is when you set this goal like if i could just make 500 dollars or an extra thousand dollars a month then i'll be able to save i'll be able to invest we'll be able to go on these vacations we'll be able to do all this stuff and then you make that income and you're like where to go like what happened to the income you're still not there and that's just simply because we don't have the right tools in place so it's not hard though to put that system in place because obviously i am a numbers person and you might not be but what I do is I design the system for you so that you're just plugging and playing, and you can focus on what you want to do and what you, uh, what your gifts and talents are, what you excel
0: at. That sounds great, and and that is very encouraging. And I agree with you. You know, they say uh, when you make more, you just spend more. Um, so, uh, as a teacher, normally we get like a little, a little bit of an increase every year. And what I would always say is. I would ignore that. I would pretend that that didn't exist. I would take that, whatever the increase was and I would put it into my 403 B or I would put it into investments so that I kept living on the same amount, no matter how much my income went up um, because I was like, that doesn't exist for me. That's awesome. Yeah. Because I felt like if I didn't see it, then I couldn't spend it, you know, and if if I never started, if it never came to me because it we already went into the 403b or already went into the investments, then it was where it needed to go, because I was already doing what I needed to do. You know what I'm saying on the money that I had, and so that was that's been my plan for probably I don't know seven or eight years, maybe a little longer, and it's okay. been working for me. And then of course I started you know my businesses because I'm exiting out of teaching, and so there's a lot of people that are transitioning, you know, they're moving from one field to another, they're getting ready for retirement. Um, So do you think that a financial planner or a money confidence coach um, like yourself would be a good fit for someone who's going through those kinds of transitions? Well,
1: I think that anytime we make a big change, there can be a fear and an uncertainty there. So I definitely feel that a coach is important there. financial planners are can be great and there's definitely can be a time and place for that my only we'll call it beef with financial planners is that nobody's going to take as good care of your money as you are so if you're using a financial planner that's not the end all be all be all that does not mean that you're totally set everything just because you have a financial planner you should still be taking care of your finances you should still be checking in um and you should know what's going on. Like that again, that's your money. So you should be holding that financial planner accountable because they're working for you. So checking in with the results, knowing what's going on. And honestly, several of the people that I've worked with, like their spouses are accountants and financial planners. So it doesn't mean just because you have that person, it doesn't mean that you're set. Just Even just going back to the mindset, which I think talking about the transitions, that's gonna be the biggest thing because for so many of us things, well, we all had stuff that happened as children, and it we created those processes, we created those reactions, and they come up later, even though they're they're two totally irrelevant things. We've created that association, and having somebody that has that objective outside perspective to kind of walk you through the process of saying, okay, this is actually what's going on, and we don't have to be concerned. And it. Again, it's not something we ever grow out of like i still have coaches that i work with because my old programming and stuff that came up for me again even when the storm happened like we had power and water and i was like what is going on like i am freaking out for like no apparent reason and i had created this whole association from things that had happened in the past so quick like five, 10 minute conversation with my coach and i was able to see where i had like connected those dots in my head and was able to move past that and And truly, again, live my priorities and be there present with my family because I had somebody walk me through that instead of sitting in that um, scared place for a long time. So I definitely think that it would be very helpful to have a coach or somebody when you're making transitions to help you um, truly make the most of that and do it from, again, a confident space instead out of the fear and uncertainty that
0: can come up. That's really good. So we had two comments. Kenneth James has been sending hearts during this whole episode since he tuned in. And uh, Uziel Israel is saying, thanks to COVID, we all have to transition. So, um, yeah, I I see a lot of value in um, the things that you're saying. What, you know, for people, let's say they're maybe not ready to work with a coach right now, but what kind of advice could you give them to try to help them? Just general advice about money finances whatever you know to people who are listening out there
1: definitely so you need to know where you're at so we need to take a, a snapshot you need to gather um, your expenses it goes back into having that budget and um, d- knowing what income is going in knowing what expenses are coming out and truly like where you're at financially and if you're in that spot, in that space where you are feeling frustrated, or it's not, it's not a great space for you. You are um, it, really that negative energy that we're all feeling, and you feel beaten down. We need to find a way to be able to help you reframe that because we can't truly make progress when we're frustrated or stuck or scared. So, some of the different things that I recommend is like turning on some music, music lifts, everybody's like vibe. You start dancing. Um, The one that I love to do is still just taking a car ride. I do have a lead foot, but taking a car ride with the windows down, getting that fresh air and then I turn the music on. So fresh air and music combined and my lead foot. I like the car, I guess. But finding things that work for you to help you um, recover and keep moving forward when you're feeling frustrated. So once you know where you're at, you can kind of make the decisions to start to move forward. Set the intention with your money. If you want to start saving, if you want to start investing those things, do it on payday because if we wait until the day before, the money gets spent because it's there. So again, it goes back to being intentional with your money and there's a lot of free resources that I offer, like helping you get started, and that's really the purpose of my uh, money masters inner circle. That group is like helping you get started somewhere uh, if you're not ready to work with me, but it definitely know where you're at and grab some tools to help you reframe when those tough times come up because it's going to happen for everybody and setting the intention right away on payday instead of waiting.
0: Okay. So you mentioned you have a money
1: masters, money masters inner circle. That's my membership program. Yeah.
0: Okay, that sounds really cool. Money Masters. Okay. Inner Circle. I like that. So if someone wanted to join your Money Masters Inner Circle, how would they go about doing that?
1: Well, right now, actually, I have a special. Like this weekend, I'm working on it because I'm redoing all four of my core trainings that I keep in there. So with the program, you have the four core trainings, um, I do weekly Q&As and trainings in there um, inside the group, inside the community. But since I am redoing them, I've decided to make a crazy offer for like a 30-day test drive access. Um, so honestly, if you want that, okay, let's see if I can remember the URL. It's going to be com forward slash MMIC28 for 28 days, which is really 30. But um, that's the twenty seven. Otherwise, um, if you're watching later, then the best thing to do is uh, jump on my website and all the information there. If it's open, um, you'll be able to join us. And if not, we'll put you on the waiting list. So my website just amycirca.com and it'll be there under the resources or work with me.
0: OK, awesome. That sounds really cool. So, um, you know, I am a learner. And I already told you that I have just uh, been learning about finances as I go along. I have had no plan. Um, It's just been, Oh, this book sounds interesting. I heard this was recommended. Let me read this. Maybe I'll get something for my life. Um, So I am, I'm, I wanted to open it up to you to talk about whatever you feel would be really like what's burning on your heart to share with us, to share with Facebook, to share with the Zenergy audience about you, about what you do, about, anything, you know, because we've got about 15 minutes or so, you know, and you may not go that whole 15 (laughs) minutes, but since, like I said, I feel like I'm a, I won't say a neophyte. I mean, I feel like I've gotten some things, you know, I've done well in some Mm -hmm. areas, but I feel like sometimes you don't even know what you don't know. Exactly. I love that phrase. (laughs) You don't even know the questions to ask because you don't even know the blind spots um and sometimes we only find the blind spots when something happens and we're like "Ooh, i didn't expect that to happen oh my gosh how do i fix this then you know you don't know but before that you were like oh i'm fine everything is good i'm wonderful so i i want to admit that i don't know what i don't know and so i'm going to let you just talk to us for a little <laughs> while and just tell us you know from your expertise, what you think we might want to know about you, about money, about whatever.
1: First of all, you're totally speaking my language. Cause like, that's something I say all the time. Like you, you don't know, like just listen <laughs> because we could all learn something from anybody. So um, I'm thinking probably the biggest thing would be that. I mean, again, we've talked about like budgeting is not meant to limit you, but the fact that we can set things up, Um, to make it work for us. So percentage-based budgeting is a game changer because it's going to help push you into, there's seven categories that I teach that we should have, but when you set this up, we're able to truly like save money like we need to and like we want to, but we're also starting to invest in giving as well. And I think that giving is, a lot of times it's talked about like, it can almost have like this negative connotation on it because, like, oh, it's just because they have this money, or it's something that we have to do. And when we go back to the mindset behind of truly like giving and how we create, like, even just the energy of releasing money, so that we create that vacuum that it'll come back to us. And you are able to give consistently because you've set this in place. Like not only what you're able to do for everybody else, like the impact that it has on yourself and the way that you feel about yourself when you've set things up is amazing. Like I got an email from one of the corporations that um, I help, which is operation on underground railroad and they fight child sex trafficking. Like I got a personalized email from their HR department because everything that we had given in 2020, which 2020 was a good year for us as opposed to like what a lot of people had experienced. We had already done a lot of work to help, um, we did, we weren't set back as much as a lot of other people, but still receiving that personalized email was, I mean, that was crazy. Like how I could have never imagined like receiving that because I was able to give on that level and helping people that you're caring, that you care about. So when you're able to, again, we, it's almost like just making the decision. Like we all start somewhere. So I started with $5, like every pay period or something and moving forward, um not being afraid to just take that step um so the giving is really huge the other thing is investing because investing i found can be that um that scared like it i know it scared the crap out of me when i first thought about investing um that that feeling of like i could lose it all again it goes back to that lack and that comes back but i know that a lot of people will have that or it's like this I don't even know where to start. Like it's this whole world out there. And when we set up this percentage based budgeting and you are automatically adding to what we call your financial freedom account, which is for your investments, your passive income streams, then you're able to kind of ease your way into it, like baby step at a time. So like I was able to truly work on just funding the account as I was learning. So you set the goals there we have a whole training there on setting financial goals and how to make that happen but like you walk yourself into it those slow steps at a time but you're kind of forcing yourself again with the giving and the investing to move forward even if it's a little uncomfortable we just start again with those small steps um to work your way there and then you're able to we're investing now and i'm like okay yeah this is fun this is what we do (laughs) um so those are probably the biggest things i do get asked about crypto quite frequently and i do advocate for investing in cryptocurrency um but that is truly like a it's a volatile a vol- volatile investment so we need to be investing money in there that we technically could lose we're not doing it more um for protecting our income um if you want to hedge your income because a lot of us that have looked at the charts believe we are on the track for hyperinflation which would mean that our money is worth basically nothing. So hedging some of your finances, hedging some of your money there, great way to do that is precious metals. Um, so gold and silver would be a better avenue for that. Just as a quick note there. Okay.
0: So um, I had a person put in the comments, you know, how much does the course cost? The, uh, you know, the money circle, and you were saying that you were going to give it basically basically a trial run for 30 days so they would basically be able to try it out for free
1: yeah well there is typically it's 47 dollars a month and the 30 30 day test drive access is for 27 but it's also set up that it's not automatically renewing it's truly just a test drive for you because i know that can be a concern for some and i'm like i just want you to come in check it out if it's a fit for you great and then we'll set you up to continue we would lock in that price for you that 27 dollars. but you need to try it out for 27 on the test
0: drive okay so so there you go iziel um now you know the price and and i'll put the you know i'll have her send me the link and i'll put it in the um the live underneath the live and i also share this this facebook video with her um it'll probably show up on your page since we're friends i think i can tag you in it once it populates on Facebook after this, they can see it right now, but sometimes it takes a minute to cycle back around and show up on my page. So, but, um, yeah, so I, of course through my 403 B I have my investments and I have them through my annuities and I started doing a little bit of cash app, Bitcoin buying. And, um, my investments, a little bit of cash app on there. So I'm, I'm dabbling over there with the Bitcoin, you know, which is kind of interesting. Cause it does go woof, 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 woof. Yeah. <laughs> it, it is up and down all the time. So that's a very interesting thing to, to try to be in. It's kind of interesting, I, I'm, but I just wanted to, you know, just to follow it a little bit. Yeah. And that's definitely, like I said, it's
1: a volatile thing. I think there's definitely like places to be in there with there, but don't invest like your rent money in Bitcoin. That's, that's not going to work out for you. Yeah,
0: I agree. I agree. Yeah. Don't, don't invest your rent money. I agree. So, um, what do you think, you know, because this shows energy is all about the urge for more fulfillment in life. And I have been focusing on all of these words, you know, we started off um, and, and I'll just show this to everybody. If you are watching and you haven't seen, I have, this personal development package, it comes in a little sleeve. So it's got the workbook, a little motivational band, some tabs, a journal. You get stickers for when you accomplish your goals, a bookmark and a Zenergy sticker. And we have different concepts in here. So I started off with the A's and, and uh, this is kind of what the first page looks like. So you see it's got room for you to put pictures in. It's got room for you to put a song, a movie, a book. Um, affirmation and a goal on that page. So this is kind of what my first page looks like. You can see I put Langston Hughes, which was the first black writer to make a living from his writing. And I have Oprah Winfrey, who was one of of the first black female billionaires. And then I have this picture of the earth and all of these arrows, which are all ways that I could impact the world and and again, have money coming in, you know, ways that I could give as well as receive, because I do believe that money is currency and it should flow. And you mentioned that. So this is like my first page. So we've been talking about money here. Access is the second page. You know, what are you giving access to in your life? And that again ties with money because money gives us access to a lot of things. Accountability is the third page. So all of these actually tie to money. Yeah. <laughs> um, money ties to everything, you know, action and adaptability is the next page. I'm sorry, action and advancement is the next page. So, You can see I put lots of pictures in here, but um, it always amazes me how everything ties to everything else. And um, when you learn in one area, it doesn't stay in that area. You know, it, it trickles over to the other areas. Like for me, when I got better at budgeting, got better at seeing the big picture, got better at planning, that helped me in a lot of other ways. You know, it wasn't just the budgeting. It helped me to be more intentional in other areas of my life and to see the bigger picture in other areas of my life. So, that's something that I've noticed as I've gotten older is how everything is interconnected. And we think of money as over here, but it is really like interconnected with everything. Um, and so, I think, you know, and I was going to ask you, so I'm getting back to my question what are some of the benefits that you think people get gain? Cause you, you kind of mentioned, you kind of alluded to it when they kind of get their finances on track, what are some of the feelings or, um, results that they feel?
1: Well, your health, I always call them profit power ups. Cause like you said, it's all connected. Um, your health improves because when we are less stressed and we're, we're like, adding years onto our life so we have more happiness we have more joy we're able to truly show up and be present with our loved ones because we're not stressed about making ends meet so we have like improved relationships we have more joy i'm sure you're aware we all know that money is the number one cause for divorce so our marriages last longer when we figure this out. And even if money isn't great, if you figure out how to handle it, you're able to improve so much more. And I do have, I know you said you were gonna tag me. So there's a free training on my profile right now that I call money in marriage. Um, and that's what we went through, like five strategies to help you improve that. Because like you married this person because you love them. And I think like going back to those relationships, and it goes back to knowing what you want to do like we were called for a higher purpose so fulfilling your purpose on what you were called to do and helping and impacting those that you want to want to impact that fulfillment there that confidence that joy it it all happens whenever we work to improve on our money and be able to be, be with those that we want to be with and help those that we were called to help
0: Yeah, I I agree. I think all of that is very true, you know, health, longevity, less stress, better sleep at night, um, being present with the people that you are trying to spend time with longer lasting marriages. Um, the last time I looked, money ha- was in the top three, and so I'm at the number one now, oh my gosh.
1: <laughs> I might have an old statistic, so maybe, maybe I'm wrong, fingers crossed.
0: Oh, You're right, because I haven't looked in a very long time, because I remember it was like maybe five or six years ago that it was like, it was money, sex, and communication were the top three. But it definitely makes sense to me that money would be number one, especially after all the things that have happened in the last few years, um, and all the money uncertainty that's going on out there, so I wanted you to tell the people. Go ahead, go ahead. I was
1: gonna say it's the number one cause for. It's like the top six emotions: anger, worry, stress, frustration. There's two that I'm missing, but like money is the root of those, and sometimes like we don't even realize like that's really where it comes from. Like we're just angry, and so that like communication, yeah, it all boils in and that all is improved when we at least know how to handle things. So
0: awesome. Awesome. Well, it's, you know, I'm going to, like I said, whenever this shows up on my page, I'm going to tag you and, and definitely I'll have all that information to put on the podcast later. Um, so that people can reach out to you. So can you tell them where to find you, Given your, your website, your Instagram, Facebook, everything, all that yeah,
1: so uh, my website is
0: com. I love hanging
1: out on Instagram. It's definitely my place, and I'm at Amy Circa there. I think I'm the only one. I should be the only one. Um, that's at least my handle. There's no extra stuff on there. Um, and then I am on Facebook as well. That is where you find my live recording for my Money Mastery with Amy on Wednesdays. Um, and that is Amy Circa is my business page. It's better just to follow me on my profile, which is Amy Circa
0: profile. Okay, awesome. And this is Amy Circa, the Money Confidence Coach. If you didn't hear me introduce her at the very beginning and I'm bringing her on because Zenergy is all about fuel for your life, making your life more fulfilled, making it more peaceful you know, making it just feel like it's working for you. And I want to connect you to people like her um, that are really giving us the tools we need to build a zenful life, a zenergized life. And so I want to thank you guys out there in Facebook land for joining us and all the people that are going to listen later on the podcast, Zenergy. You can find the past episodes on um, com or on any platform, Pandora, iHeart, Stitcher, I mean, everything, Red Circle, you know, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. So I want to thank Amy for joining me from Dallas, Fort Worth, all of the Grand Prairie area. So thank you for coming on. Absolutely. I'm so glad to be here. All right. And I want to say to everybody that tuned in and everybody that will tune in later, may you walk in Zenergy. Have a great night. My name is Zenai Shea, and I have a weekly podcast called Zenergy, which is fuel for the mind, body, and soul. And this is the Zenergize Your Life Goal Setting Package, Volume 1. It comes with the workbook, a journal, stickers, a bookmark, tabs, and a QR code where you can find my podcast. And inside this workbook, you're going to have 16 different principles. The first one I'm going to show you, mine, is abundance. You have a place to put pictures that inspire you of role models, also pictures of goals that you want to create. Goals, journal prompts, meditations, affirmations, all kinds of things to help you focus on this principle to better your life. And like I said, there are 16 principles. So this is a $15 package that comes with all of these things I've shown you, $21 with shipping and handling. And you can get it at laughsandlyrics.com. So zenergize your life with me. Thank you.